Hey guys, welcome back to Industry St- <laughs> and Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Industry Sunday with uh, your hosts, Jake Levan. And Kennedy Novi. Oh yeah, I'm not redoing that. That's, that's <laughs> that the was finale. Good. That was good enough. Final draft. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean, I guess we're jumping straight into it. So I was selling a story. Yeah, well, we're probably not going to start where you sold the stories. Oh. What, I don't know. That was in English. No, I mean, um, like, the story I was telling you. Oh, yeah. I'm start over run. from the beginning. Well, how did it end up? You t- Oh, no, you told me I look like Squidward. <laughs> yes. And I said, no, actually, I was on a run yesterday, the day before yesterday. I don't remember. Um and i'm like jogging through like Fulton market and you yeah. know like it's that time of year where like all the like donation people come out like hey have you heard of oh i saw some today by starbucks the save a leg foundation or <laughs> not like the sa- not the stanky leg or foundation. like plastic turtle society or something <laughs> like i'm like yeah cool so i'm like running and i'm like i've had enough i'm tired of running so well, if i'm outside like going into an establishment or walking somewhere, I'm not leisurely going anywhere. Like if I'm walking, I'm I'm in on a mission. Well, I don't I, have time to talk. I was to on anyone. a run, like with my headphones. You in. were running. Yes. She stopped you mid run. So I had literally just got to the corner and was like panting because I was like, cars are going by. I'm relaxing for a second. This lady comes running over to me, hands flailing. Like I was like, I'm like, I'm like is somebody dead? Like did I drop like? lose my headphone or something or like my phone or like my butt crack hanging out <laughs> i had no like it i had am i bleeding like i had no idea so i like look at her and i'm like i take out my earpods and i was like hello yeah and she was like oh my god hey just wondering if hello? you had heard of you know like the planet is gonna end in 10 years foundation or whatever it is and i was like yeah, actually, um, I already donate to that for a That's tax. That's the best way to get out of it. Yeah, I was like, I already donated for a tax write-off. And she's like, oh, okay. But she's like, one more thing. And I was like, bitch, I'm trying to fucking run. What? And she's like, you look like Chris Evans. And I just had to tell you that. <laughs> oh, so she didn't lead with it. No, she, she ended, with, ended it. with it. And I was, and then I was like, okay, you know Were you what? like... You redeemed yourself. I was like, thank you so I much. I was like, a best of luck. You squeal. You go You go into your high whistle tone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, so that was nice. Um, but that was the other day. What happened today? Oh, my MacBook. Um, Normally, she, you your intro is so boring. You're like, yeah, I worked and I sat at home. <laughs> today, well, you're I like, I, so many things happened I to did, me this I've, week. I have had a lot of things. Um, my MacBook... Uh, she took she took a digger. She she fell off the cliff. She's not doing so hot. So oh, no. we so we had to go get a new one. Um so I got a new MacBook Pro. I'm feeling kind of bougie, but it's on a payment plan. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, like it's eighty bucks a month, but it looks rich. Um anyways, now the guy that was taking care of me was so nice. He was so polite. He like saved me a bunch of money. And then we like bonded over gaming because I'm a nerd, Loki. Don't everybody like everybody just, shh, like you never heard me say that. He's like, yeah, like what's your gamer tag? Like we should like game sometime. And I was like, yeah, wow. I have never expected to, to make a friend at Best Buy. Yeah. 
looking i look like i was probably about to steal the joint that's how <laughs> i was walking in there like i was very homely looking um whenever you got the middle part going i know it's been a homely day it's just easier <laughs> i'm so much it keeps your keep your bangs out of your yeah, eyes well my hair was blown in the wind <laughs> it's all fucked up i look like i got a toupee on i'm like no this half of it flopping up yeah and i'm constantly like combing it with my hand I'm like, fuck this. Maybe we should invest in some headbands for you. I like a scrunchie. No. I don't want to look like somebody's fucking pet golden doodle with the fucking <laughs> no. bow on top of their head. No. There's no chance. Um, but or you could just walk around with headphones on, like Beats headphones at all times. No, that's not for me either. Also, I live in Chicago. I'd like to be aware of my surroundings. That's true. That's um, true. Here I am walking around, there's gunshots going off, everybody's running, and I'm just walking. You know, I have ADHD, I'm not paying attention. A bomb goes off, you're just like... I'm like, what was that? Like, it's something rumbling. I'm like, am I about to... A big fart. I'm like, by hydrate. I'm like, it's two in the afternoon, who's clubbing right now? Oh my God. But I completely lost my train of thought where, yeah, I got kind of got carried away there for a second. Oh, and also, more to say. So, obviously, we all know I'm sober, Sally. Yeah, which is like really nice. I'm skinty now. I've lost a bunch of weight, and like all the water weight's out of my face, so I look a lot less like a potato. Yeah. Um, you do look skinnier. Yeah, I mean, I still have my Irish roots, but less potatoey. Yeah, more uh, like a French fry. Yeah, and You're still kind of like one of those bigger French fries, but not a thick cut, a thick like cut. a steakhouse cut fry. You got that? You still got that skin on you. Yeah, period. <laughs> <laughs> she thick. Period. Um, it's just thick more so in the right places. I'm looking less like a half open Pillsbury yeah. boy. Are you wearing the corset still or have you ditched it? It's not a corset. It's a sweatband. And people are like. No, no, no. You also had like. Oh, like to hold in. Yeah. When I would wear dress shirts. No, yeah. comp- I don't wear that anymore. I literally my waist. I've gone down like three belts, like buckle whatever like loops. loop sizes damn i'm skinny like my waist i'm like i hate how fast men lose weight compared to women it's well, not it fair. was a majority of it was water weight because the thing is with this is where i get kind of nerdy alcohol is such a strong diuretic and if you drink regularly you lose out on a ton of vitamins so your body and and you flush out a lot of water because it's considered a toxin so what your body ends up doing um, is basically goes into more of a survival mode as far as a liquid basis. So it holds on and retains all of these liquids, like almost like you're a camel. Oh, so same thing applies if you have like too much asparagus or if you're taking like diuretic pills. You have too to, much asparagus. How'd you slip it's that? It's a in diuretic there? as well. Oh, that's so we should stop eating. Makes asparagus? you pee a lot more. No, you shouldn't. It's just if you do, you should consume, which is weird. You consume a lot more water. And you'll actually lose the water weight because your body doesn't have any need to retain it, to hold mm. on to it. And the common places that you hold on to it are in your face, around your midsection, like lower midsection, like a little fupa area, like your uh-huh. little mushroom top. Um, and then um, farther down, like in your calves and your ankles, that's why they get swollen, like your feet. That's all retained water weight. Damn. Um, so then when you don't drink, on average, if you are a pretty heavy drinker, you can have anywhere from... 10, 15 pounds of water weight, which can all evaporate within a week and a half. Damn. Yeah. As long as you're good about it and work out a little bit, just sweat a little bit and then drink, you know, 96 ounces of water to a gallon a day, you're good. 
Oh, we turned into a fitness podcast I really know, quickly. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. This is not a, that's not the crowd that wants to hear to not drink. Well, I'm just saying, if you'd want to take a break for a little bit, if you have like a wedding, it's a really good way to a wedding. I don't know. If you got a graduation coming up. Yeah, you know? if you're like going to the club, like the strip club or something, you gotta make a dollar for a couple weeks. Ooh, like bet. just don't drink for a little bit. Or like find other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> The world is your oyster. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the different things you could do instead. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, you could over-caffeinate. You could, you could take anti-anxiety. You could take like a lorazepam. You'd be vibing away. Yeah. I'll never know. There was another thing I was going to say, and I forgot. Oh, just chatty Kathy today. I know. You listened to me. I was like, you need to have more spunk. Yeah. Where'd you go? Well, now it's gone. It's gone. It faded. She's back. No. I forgot, I forgot what I was saying. Come back to me. Oh boy, I'm rubbing the microphone. Yeah, you better stop that. It's my shoulder pad. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, uh, are those built in or are you just playing football lately? Built in. <laughs> I'm going to take it off. Um, there's got to be something else that was exciting today. Oh, no. That's it? Am I missing something? No. Not that I'm aware of. I could talk about my week now. Oh, I did my taxes. <laughs> um, I waited until the very last day. You went to my guy. Uh, yeah. Um, Tony. I'm, I am. The reason that we still have any of this equipment is because I went to this accounting guy. Otherwise, I was going to have to sell it all. So You're kidding. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> what is wrong? I'm just with you? kidding. I'm not gonna sell used equipment. There's no money in it. I would sell my body. <laughs> <laughs> but I his name I will I'll give a mad shout out to this man. His name is Tony. It's actually I think Anthony. Every industry person in Chicago knows this guy. I know. River East Accounting. And yep. I mean, I really don't know if the IRS is going to call me, but... They won't call you. They'll call him. That's exactly right. So yeah. I just hope they don't call me after they call him. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, sir, we, there's been a mix-up. They're like, yeah, he did do this. And yeah, you did get all this money back, but you... You signed right here. You, you, you agreed. <laughs> you didn't think any of this was wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just There wasn't one point where you thought, hmm. But I won't be using TurboTax. Fuck that shit. It's a scam. No, TurboTax emailed me today and they were like, Oh, oh, oh no, it looks like you you forgot to file your taxes. I'm like, oh bitch, I did. I just didn't file them with not you. Not you. I'm not, I don't know. Anti TurboTax podcast. Not, yeah, this is <laughs> facts. Facts. Um, um Okay, I'm, yeah, I better stop. Well, my okay. week. I'm like kind of in the boat that you usually are. I didn't really do really? anything this week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not that I can remember. I don't know. I just like, I feel like we just recorded the last episode when I got back from LA. So like, I feel like I've just been laying low. My company did open a new restaurant. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that the last no, episode. No, you didn't. A new steakhouse. So we had the opening party for that. That was a ton of fun. Um, I just. <laughs> did you, you going to mention the part? Yeah, where I wasn't supposed to go. <laughs> And I didn't know until the end of the event. And I was, somebody else was like, how did you guys get invited? I mean, like, what are you talking about? We were, we were employees. And they're like, no, but they didn't want anybody to come. I'm like, what? That's so embarrassing. But it, nobody said anything. I think it was a misunderstanding. I think, I think everyone was invited. It just wasn't like widely spoken because yeah. well, they didn't want everyone to show up. I feel like it's a small place. 
It was, yeah, it's pretty small, but they have a huge rooftop too. An event space. Yeah. It's really cool. It's beautiful. That is, look at that. I'm getting a rooftop finally. I know. It's, it's got, it's in Fulton Market. So there's no, there's like a law in West Loop where you can only have a skyscraper on like every other city block or something like that. Don't quote me on that. But so they, this place, this rooftop has an amazing view of the entire city because there's not a ton of skyscrapers in the way. It's just like... Hey, can you repeat that again? I lost my train of thought. So West Loop, Fulton Market mm-hmm. in Chicago, there's some sort of city ordinance or West Loop ordinance of some kind. Someone told me this once that their buildings are restricted to one skyscraper per like city block or two, two blocks because they don't mm-hmm. want to like ruin the airways. Does oh. that make sense? And they want to keep it with like the, the West Loop charm of like the warehouse buildings, things like yeah, that. So they don't want like, like, like yeah, they don't want to like set a precedent where they're going to start tearing down every warehouse to build these skyscrapers. So it's, they're going to keep a lot of the warehouses. Yeah. I, I don't like, that's why I love West loop. I think it's so cute. It is. It really, I mean, it is now. And that's why I like Yeah, it. Well, once upon a time, it, it was wasn't just, so cute. They were just slaughtering animals. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. <laughs> and you know me, I love my mid rises. So everything's like not too tall. Oh, I thought you meant pants. <laughs> no, I'm not a mid rise. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm, that's how I've always been. I'm like a mid-rise. I'm not yeah, you're super kind of a, short. No, yeah, I'm not yeah, super tall. I just like to be in you're the shorter middle. than me. Like, I mean, like if I go on my rooftop, I don't see everything, but I see some stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like at a concert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I see some stuff, but not everything. Yeah, no, that reminds me when I was at <clears throat> um, Universal. I was looking at the Hogwarts like light show and I could hear these girls behind me. They're like, why do we always end up behind the really tall people? I'm like, oop, sorry. I'm going to start wearing like like, a I'm not about to go stand behind you. Like you get what you get. This is life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm (laughs) out there with the I'm wearing like, what, what are those things? Stilts. Stilts? Uh, Just full on. Like a half stilt. You went completely different directions with that. eight inch stilt or something. (laughs) Yeah, or like get those those like shoes with just like the really thick soles. Yeah, like a foot of sole. <laughs> God, I'm like six eight walking around with my clown. What are shoes. those called? I don't even know what they're called. Like I um, don't know boosters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a booster seat, but for standing. Seat for feet. <laughs> it's a platform. Yeah, like a booster platform. Mary why, Jane. Why you keep... There's something on my microphone that keeps hitting my face. I don't know. Mm. That's fun. It might be one of your beard hairs that got stuck here. Uh, a little prickle. Oh, I see it. It is a beard hair. Oh, my apologies. That's disgusting. Well, then I must have your microphone. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> Oopsies. or you got Kim's. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should get into the episode. Um, yeah, go ahead. Lighter. I had some a current event I wanted to start with. What? <laughs> I don't know what I was looking at there. For I just looked at Jake's laptop and it's just, it popped up this very aggressive video of someone cutting onions. Aggressive. That was thought, so scary. It felt like it was in 3D for me. That was, <laughs> it was like a scary movie. Yeah, I did not enjoy that. Why was he cutting it so fast? I don't know. This new screen, it's got high retina or something. That it is, yeah. I have the brightness. Let me turn the brightness. <laughs> Jake can't read. Oh, it's about Big Donald's. Oh, all right. Anyway, the history of the McDonald's Mc- doesn't cut their the onions. History they come of like the that. McRib. <laughs> Wait, no, it's not your turn. Do we want to learn about the history of the McRib? No. Yeah, I want to learn about it. Okay, definitely. But let's start with the current event that I found. So, all of you probably know about this story. It's 
this tweet went viral. It came from a Blue Jays player uh, from Toronto, like the Toronto Blue Jays. He posted on Twitter and tagged United Airlines and said, uh, you made my pregnant wife clean up a popcorn mess that my two-year-old child Isn't made. that recently? That was very recent, yeah. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I have a friend who's a flight attendant. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> Keep going. Stop reading your story and listen to me. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm thinking about because uh, the what pe- you're gonna say. <laughs> the people's responses underneath the picture were hilarious. Oh, really? They were like, "Well, your fucking kid didn't do a very good job." Yeah, so you read it too? <laughs> yes. No, it's so all over Twitter. Yeah, no. It. I mean, it's just ridiculous. This is this man is a rich baseball player. Like, I'll, I'll read the story first. So, this baseball player's wife was traveling alone with two kids under five. Uh, she's pregnant, about five months pregnant, so she's not that pregnant, first of all. Um, one of them spilled popcorn all over the place, and also she's on a commercial flight sitting in, like, coach. Like, she wasn't even, like, first class. It was, like, they were coach seats. Mm, um, choice. And then at, at the end of the flight, the flight attendant came up to her with a garbage bag and gave it to her and was like, can you clean up after your kid, please? And this woman, like, apparently was crying and on her knees cleaning it up, whatever. I think it's really really fucking dramatic and not true. Um, But the reason I bring it up is because I spoke to one of my friends who's a flight attendant about this. And she mentioned that um, allegedly this woman, the wife was being rude to the flight attendant team as soon as she got on board the plane. So by the end of the flight, these people were just kind of fed up and they're like, we're not going to clean up after your popcorn mess. Like, first of all, flight attendants aren't maids. No. Like they're there for safety. They're there to keep you safe. And they're also there to like make sure they can get you things while you're strapped in your seat. Because during like when you're still like going up and take off, like you can't go get yourself a glass of water. You can't like go get a napkin. Like they're there for that. You know? Yeah. Cause turbulence uh, recently turbulence has been kind of bad. Like it has. I feel hurt. like every flight it's like seatbelts on the entire time. Yeah. But, and it, I feel like being a flight attendant is a very similar to restaurant service industry. Like very much so, because you're waiting on these people, and they get just as angry as you, at you when you're a flight attendant, as you, a, like a waitress or a bartender. If I was a flight attendant, I would go around and I would pass everybody a little Ambien. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Good night." Well, I'll they're underpaid. When we land, <laughs> I'm like, just, here's your take. This it's just a little multivitamin. We, you look a little pale. You might be jaundiced. We are. <laughs> We already covered the food poisoning episode. Oh, it's not food poisoning. I'm, it's just drugs. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the little one, you just split that one in half and give it to both of them. We'll be fine. Oh my God. No, but, um, I, and my friend was like, especially since COVID, like flight attendants have been being bullied by a lot oh, of, yeah. almost every flight you have just monstrous people on board. Way worse than in a restaurant, I think. Like from what I've seen in restaurants lately. Hor- like they'll fit like physical. Yes. Like, and it, I feel like every other week there's a new video that surfaces of someone getting kicked off or like getting restrained or just, it's insane the things people do when they're on a plane. Like, I don't think people realize the severity of what it is to be on the no-fly list. You're canceled. Do you know what you're life. getting yourself into? Can you ever get back on the fly list? No, it's permanent. What? It's you're done. You're not going to Europe. Book you're a cruise, not baby. going anywhere. Good luck. You, you can you pro- get on a cruise still? Probably not, because there's still like TSA for cruises. I'm I pretty don't even sure. Know if you can cross the border. <gasps> I mean that you're considered like a high risk person. I mean, like Canada won't let you over if you have a DUI. So I'm assuming if they see you as a no flying person, they're going to be more concerned about that. Wait, if you have a DUI, you can't go to Canada? Mm-mm. 
What the it's, fuck? It's for uh, some. Sometimes it's permanent. I, I know those Canadians are driving drunk all over the place. A minimum of eight years. Yeah, it's pretty strict now. It used to not be like that. Weird. Oh my god. Yeah, they don't know. They've gotten really strict with the the border lately. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, they just don't want us up there. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. <laughs> Everybody's like, remember, but I'm moving so, to Canada. The Canada's like, I don't fucking want you. Yeah, stay stay away with your two teeth. <laughs> no, but. Um, allegedly, so my friend told me that that flight attendant is getting fired for this incident. You're kidding. No. I'm sure I wish I was. Will hire her. Well, I guess, um, another, benefits. the woman, she's married to a baseball player and her sister is married to a NFL player. The, Jesse the James. The kid that was throwing Decker, shit Decker. on the floor? The mom of the kid. Yeah. yeah. So both this MLB player and the wife of this famous NFL player posted this on Twitter. Like, Probably just to get some free shit from United or just to complain because they're bored. I don't know. I don't know what it's like being rich, sitting on your fucking white couch, being pissed off at everyone because you're bored. I don't know. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Yeah. You can take a girl out of the trailer park. Yeah. But you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. No. Nope. She's still going to be a little hole. You know, they fought their way to those roles with those men for sure. I would have made her ass fucking pick him up like a goddamn ostrich off the floor with her fucking (laughs) beak of a mouth. Oh, no. No, but the thing that I thought is like, okay, yeah, but how is a flight attendant supposed to know you're pregnant? Like, you don't show when you're at five months. Also, it's like, don't give your kid popcorn of all things. Like, give it like a a little, a a cracker. Also, like, do you take care of your child or is it like an a, like a ipad kit because like they had ipads in the photo of course they did do you remember the i iPad? feel like yeah. this person's not like you're uh, the nanny wasn't there the and they forgot what to do old enough to know like it yeah. wasn't like a, a six-month-old baby i just think it's ridiculous when any person with that much privilege decides to destroy the life of someone who is just trying to make ends meet essentially like it's just being a flight attendant is a thankless job really good benefits that's why a lot of people do it um and it's a lot of fun because you're traveling the world and things like that but it's like at what cost same thing with serving it's like people do it for many reasons but like at what cost like sometime like something like this could just like destroy your mental health i would have blew her up right back on social media well people on social media were like give her a raise yeah like fuck this bitch (laughs) yeah but it's just sad you know how many times people would look at me like as their kids still making a mess can you clean this up i'm like not until that thing's gone yeah Uh no i've heard people it's like um it's just if you're serving them drinks and stuff it's your job to clean up after them it's like no it's my job to like stop by and like pick up plates and things like that or like if you're a flight attendant you walk by with the garbage bag like you know after you give them the food service it's like if i'm hosting i'm not vacuuming your popcorn that's everywhere like how obnoxious to let your kid do that imagine having a dinner at somebody's home and you have this little fucking gremlin doing that it's like i'm not gonna go over to your dinner party and do an upper decker in your fucking toilet like (laughs) like why do you think what's an upper decker like you pooping shit on the seat? in the upper part of the toilet like on the seat no like where you like where the water retained what yeah you take the lid off is that something people do i don't know it happened imagine how long it would take to find to find the shit too that's what i'm saying i hardly ever pick up that lid unless it's like making a noise yeah it's not stopping damn yeah I, well it's like it's the same thing like it's just like you wouldn't do that in somebody's house you're you shouldn't don't do, do it on a plane or in a restaurant or in any kind anywhere like, also, they're short-staffed cleaning crews right now. So, like, a lot of the times, um, they just go through and sanitize, and they'll pick up, like, big things, like, if there's garbage and stuff. Time. They don't have vacuums on planes. They don't, like, they're not built for that, because also, you're not supposed to make a mess. 
planes it's are simple. delayed enough. Nobody wants to clean up and delay a flight because your little shit of a kid is throwing popcorn everywhere. Well, if it gets to a point where people are doing that, like maybe they'll just like stop letting people bring on food to planes. I swear to God, I've had I had I had a kid that was acting up once on a plane. And it was really, I'm not, I don't get. You had a kid with you or you saw I one? was sitting next to one. Oh, shit. I was, I um, And the parents were not doing anything about it. And I'm a very patient on flight. I usually just go immediately to bed. Like I sleep the whole way. I have my headphones in. Like I like am the easiest person. This fucking little kid is like tyrant, like throwing stuff, like acting up. I leaned over and I like. I looked at him in the face. I'm like, you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to continue to do this for the rest of the flight. He yeah. looked at me dead in the face. I was like, sit down, keep your hands to your side and enjoy the flight because I will not tolerate. The parent looked at me. I said, like, control your fucking kid. Turned around and I went back to sleep and that kid never moved again. Were you in the window or the aisle? I was in the fucking window. Oh, so you're trapped in by a gremlin. Yeah. And I was like, sh- the mom looked at me. I was like, don't even start. I'll, you're next. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, you're like, you're, you're poking the bear right now. I was like, here's you're using the, your full pointer finger. She's like too. ignoring the kid, letting him do it. And I'm like, well, look, look, listen, if you don't act like a parent to your kid, I'm, you're going to get scolded by some random person in the world. You're not going to want that. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yell at me? It's not like I'm your stepdad. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm overstepping a boundary. No, I'm completely overstepping a boundary. And so is this little shit. Yeah. You did it first, bitch. So I, yeah. I looked at her. I pulled my headphone. I'm like, you say it. Say something now. Because <laughs> he'll be six aisles down in about fucking three seconds. <laughs> no, I've never had to sit by kids except for once. Um, and this kid was literally like, I think the next Harvard scholarship winner. Like I was reading um, a book on my phone because I forgot to pack a book and it was like some sort of like life in your 20s, what it, what it means, like some sort of weird self-help yeah. thing, like chuggy, whatever. Horrible. Yeah, I don't think I, I think I got one chapter in and I was like, this is not realistic. I hate self-help books so much. So rude, That's yeah. another podcast episode. But this kid next to me was reading. I kid you not. It was like bigger than a dictionary and it was like in different languages and shit. And I was like, what a badass. He was like nine years old. I was like, what See, is those wrong? Little kids I'm obsessed with. I was, I was I literally like, so cool. I looked at him and I was like, what are you reading? And he looked at me, he's like, he looked at my phone and saw what I was reading. He's like, I don't think you would understand. I was like, <gasps> he did not say he that. He did say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest, I was like, that's the last time he I'm nice to your ass. He totally did. Just like, I'm like, I know I'm in a tie-dye sweatshirt and I got my little blanket and my neck pillow, but like, leave me alone. Like, And I don't, okay, so let, let me just... I don't want everybody to think I'm just like a complete animal when it comes to kids. I actually really like kids. But everyone agrees with you. Yeah, most I know. of our positive comments about you are like sentiments about your hate for children. Really? Yeah. Well, so yeah, there are points that I do. Like I had a kid sit next to me one time and he, it was just this little, he was so cute. It was just this little boy. He was sitting there. Like you could tell, like he didn't know what to do with his hands. Like he was just trying to be patient. Oh, cute. And, some like if it's during the day and I'm wide awake and I know I'm not going to sleep in the flight, I'll just like pre-download some stuff or like a movie or something on my phone. So I like, you could just tell he kept like looking over and like trying to like watch a little bit. So I like leaned over. I like, I sat up and I like brought down the thing and then I like put it up so he could watch too. Did the subtitles on? Yeah. And he like started watching it. And then, um, I don't know, his parents were like in a different row. So I was like, Hey, like, do you want to, do you want to listen? I'm like, I, I can't help but like see that you're like 
watching this the whole time with me. Like, you might as well listen in, too. So he's like, yeah. So we, me and this little kid just sat and watched a movie That's on the so fly. Funny. It was the sweetest thing. So cute. And then, like, his parents, like, I don't know, when, like, the seatbelts were off, like, they, like, walked over and his mom, like, looked at me and she was like, thank you. Like, he was really nervous and they, we couldn't sit next to him. And I was Aww. like, I was like, he's chilling. We're good. I was like, get him a Coke or something. Like, I'm like, get this kid a chop, chop. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay me for these these bills that are about to come out because I don't take care of kids for free. <laughs> but no, I mean, they're I, the kids that are really good and are behaved and have manners. I'm obsessed with. They're yeah, my I just favorite. hate bad parenting. And That's like, what it is. When a kid's a monster like that, you know, it's just like it's parents just that are not there. Neglect. That's it. Yeah. And I'm like, just so you know, when they get older, they're going to have attachment issues. So, and they're going to be bad in relationships. Sounds familiar. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're why, getting better. Why is why I'm an anxious mess most of the time? No, I'm not. But um, Childhood is hard. It is. You gotta be nicer to kids, man. We we really turned that around. I, well, yeah. I mean, um, trust me. If there is always gonna be a time that if a kid needs to be told to sit sit down, I will tell them to sit down. Hell yeah. A, mainly Abe to keep them safe. I don't want them running into me. Like I'm a big boy. I got you. Bump into me. You're flat. you're getting a concussion. You hit something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like a brick wall. Yeah. Like I'm just like I have I have a low center of gravity. Like. <laughs> It's like hitting a fucking hippo. (laughs) Good luck. Oh my God. The blind side. Okay. Do you want to get into your story? Oh, is that your story? No, that was just like an, like a current event. Oh, we're going to start with your story. I I feel like we might skip mine and just go to the game after yours. We'll see how we feel. Mine's not very good. I love that you're doing the McRib. Oh, I wasn't. No, keep going. I'll do the history of the McRib. No, mine was actually, I was kind of kidding about that, but I'll do it. Wait, you didn't actually... What was pulled up? Was that an advertisement? Yeah. So, the history of the McRib... (laughs) You're just going to wing this? Yeah. So, (laughs) the history of the McRib, people think it's... There's a military experiment, (gasps) food conspiracies, and then it has to do with the Flintstones. So... Excuse me, what? And never in a million years would I think that all those things would be in the same sentence together. With the McRib. Conspiracy theory... (laughs) Flintstones government. <laughs> yeah, so this is from the, the, th- the Thrillist by Caitlin Hitt. Look at you. Um, so yeah, the McRib has a strange history. So the I'm McRib so is one of the most elusive and divisive... Devi- divisive? Divisive. Oh, I can't read. We know this. Uh, item on McDonald's menus. It doesn't appear often, but when it does, fans go wild. I really don't know why people are obsessed with this fucking thing. The Me McRib. either. So, but few know the saucy sandwich was first graced menus in 1980s has a whole lot of history hidden beneath its many layers of pickles, onions, and barbecue sauce. So it all began in the late 1960s. Damn. At a military military research center in a little town called Natick, Massachusetts. Natick? You mean Nantucket? No, no, it's Natick. N-A-T-I-C-K. Okay. So, so there, going. while they were at the military research center, scientists banded together to create a weapon of mass deliciousness. Oh, shut the fuck up. So they took and restructured meat. <laughs> so it kind uh, it's kind of like the chicken nuggets. So it's like, you know, like it probably doesn't sound good, but like if you like chicken nuggets, 
you've been doing this for a long time already. Yeah. Like it's just like you just grind up together. the meat and then yeah. form it the way you want it to look. So what restructured meat is is it's pretty much um, kind of what it sounds like. It's usually discarded, um, but perfectly edible. Um, what do you animal mean discarded? Like Wait, the, like yeah. Oh like no, the like parts, the nose and the ears. Yeah, and, like everything's up. So the animal so parts like are spam or a hot dog. They're mashed together to create a meat log. Yeah, <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, isn't that great? You're a meat log. Um, for the military, restructured meat uh, became standard fare and um, a spam, like short meal, like ready to eat things. Yeah, yeah. like spam. Um, and then it soon spread to the fast food industry. So then it takes another turn. So Burgers. In, around 1970, Professor Roger Mandingo at the University of Nebraska tapped into the military's meat scrambling technology. To create a pork chop style patty from a mix of pork shoulder and other meat. Pork? Yeah. Using a binding agent from animal protein, which sounds a lot like spam. Interesting. So not long after that, McDonald's CEO Ray Kroc turned to Rene Arendt, a classically trained chef from Luxembourg, uh, to create a new menu item. He used the restructuring methods to create the chicken McNugget. Really? debuted in the early 80s. So they were made around the same time? Did they just debut different times? Mm -hmm. So it's the same concept. And then people were immediately hooked because it's a fucking chicken nugget. And you can make it taste like whatever you want when you restructure it like that. Yeah. So when they they released the chicken nugget in the 80s and it took off so much with McDonald's, it actually created a nationwide shortage of chicken meat. What? Yeah. Because people were eating that many nuggets. And that many of those fucking restructured meat chicken nuggets. Well, and they have they have specific sizes. There's only like five different shapes that they can be. Yeah. So this is where the McRib comes from. Okay. So the McRib was inspired. By the chicken um, McNugget? Because they because the, cause the CEO of McDonald's wanted a beef alternative. What? So that was the McRib. What do you mean beef alternative? Like from the chicken. Like there's chicken. Oh, a, a beef, beef version of a nugget. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do a beef nugget. That'd be gross. Yeah. So. What, like a beef Wellington? Because yeah, <laughs> beef Wellington is covered in like pastry dough. Yeah. That's not going to work. <laughs> a puff pastry. So in 1981, <laughs> after visiting Charleston, South Carolina and eating a whole lot of barbecue, Aaron became fixated on pulled pork sandwiches. The McDonald's recipe and development team finds Professor Mandino's pork patty and uses it as inspiration to begin working on the barbecue pork sandwich of its own. But like any good chef, he wasn't just going to slap his name on just anything. <coughs> God, bless you. Are you okay? <laughs> no. You got COVID? <coughs> so he insisted that the sandwich really gives off barbecue vibes. So the research and development team working on it make it look like a rack of ribs because it's literally just a low i've always wondered how they like form it oh my god form it that way is it like a cookie cookie cutter or like a mold that they like pour the soup into i think they cut it like it comes as a meatloaf like it probably like they restructure it grounds up and it's kind of like um like a sausage but they don't they probably don't cut it though because there's no sharp edges on it it's very rounded rounded up maybe they sand it down i don't fucking know so then a year after they did all that, in 1982, the McRib was officially debuted in the U.S. So the story doesn't end there. So the McRib wobble of today. Diners didn't totally understand the vision of the sandwich 
Uh, and it was actually considered a bust and <laughs> nicknamed the McFlop. Oh my God. <laughs> Which in the 1980s, I was like, like we say flop, like that flopped. Like that, yeah. I feel like I didn't know like they would say flopped back in the 80s. I think they did. I think that's where it originates McFlop. from. McFlop. So by 1983, the McRib began slowly disappearing from menus and then it reappeared in some places only to then disappear with no one really knowing how or why. So this is where the theories come in. So the seemingly random pattern continued for a while, uh, much like it still does today. Like the McRib just shows up and then goes away. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of theories about why McDonald's does this. It's not even seasonal either. It's very random. Yeah. So the first one is basically an attempt to trick consumers into believing that there's major demand for the McRib by making it available for a limited time only, thus inspiring people to obviously like a shamrock rush shake. out and get it. Same thing as that. Or also, um, same thing with um, like black truffles. Black truffles are in season 24, 7, 365 days a year. But because they needed more demand, they changed it seasonally so that it would be more profitable yeah wow technically yeah truffles are fine all year round there's no such thing as a truffle season really interesting yeah so fun fact so so that's what they did with truffles because the demand was going down uh and then another theory postulates that mcdonald's released the mcrib when pork prices are low to ensure that it's profitable uh. even if it's only a select portion of customers that are buying it and then pulls it from the menus when prices for piggy products arise again <laughs> So we may never know the truth, but one thing for sure, <laughs> what customers didn't get in the 1980s has garnered a cult following in the year. A hundred percent. I was going to say, it's like, it's just like funny now. Like, no, I don't even know if people actually enjoy eating it anymore, but I also think that people just get, if it, they, get it. Exactly. It's just funny. And I think that it would, um, actually make a big comeback if they called it the McFlop because I feel like people I would think, order it just for the name. I think they should. I That'd mean, be a really good marketing strategy. So, in the mid-1990s, the McRib was on McDonald's menus once more as a part of the Flintstones promo. It does have Flintstones vibes. Yeah, it looks like a Flintstones meal. So, it stayed on the menu in the 90s and even into the early 2000s with fans of the McRib enjoying the sandwich's sudden stability. Then, in 2005... McDonald's again released out of the blue the farewell tour of the McRib. So the sandwich. It's like every seven years. Yeah, it's weird. Culty. The sandwich was retired uh, between 2006 and 2008 and went on to see not one but four farewell tours. (laughs) This fucking sandwich. Instead of getting fit up with the sandwich coming and going, fans seem to latch on tighter. So there's this thing called a McRib locator. That was created to help people keep track of where the McRib is. Because it doesn't open in every McDonald's uh-uh. either. It's like select and like different. It's weird. <gasps> yeah. So the McRib uh, finally ends up returning in 2012. Um, <laughs> while I remember were, when it came back. When we were going to have like the apocalypse. Yep. They were like, well, why as we'll get the McRib one last time. The real farewell tour. <laughs> yeah. So I think they did that because of the. 2012, like everybody thinking the world was going to end. So it was on the menu for a very short time. For, <laughs> for the the, the it could be people's last meal. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so then it, then after that, it was kind of gone again and it resurfaced again in 2020 as part of McDonald's regular menu offerings only to quietly fade away again. God damn. I think it just came back again recently. I feel like I saw marketing for it recently. Yeah. So like, wait, I want to search. So like, 
the make rib is really an interesting item. Like it has quite the history for being a What man. was about a McRib? <laughs> no, you said something about like conspiracy. Yeah, the conspiracy of like why it goes away and comes back. Like they have no nobody knows why they they do it. And I just I was curious. I'm like, has anyone ever asked for the McRib? Is their like last meal if they're on death row? A lot of people probably. Well, I looked it up and it said, um, shitty life pro tip. On death row, ask for a McDonald's shamrock shake and a McRib is your last meal. They're never available at the same time and you'll get to live. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's a, li- that's a never, life hack. They are never available at the same time either. Yeah. Wow. Why are there no comments on this? That's hilarious. I'm saying like there's a conspiracy. Nobody knows why the McRib disappears and comes back at really random ass times and for such short periods. Oh, this is from the show Raising Hope. Spoiler alert, the two menu items did actually show up at the same time eventually and the convict actually got executed. Oh, shit. Well, re- rest in peace. Or- <laughs> Ass didn't work. Now, now dead. <laughs> Wish I'd known this last time. <laughs> People are so fucking funny. I can't. Yeah. So they don't know. They, it's the McRib is infamous, but also like people don't understand why. Why it is? It comes and goes and disappears, and then takes seven years hiatuses, and then shows up on the menu again. Damn, that was a good story. Yeah. So. Is that mean, your story you picked out? Yeah. So. I like it. I don't know. I I want to know if there's like any McRib connoisseurs because it's not for me. I will not eat that. If you're a McRib connoisseur, text us and let me know. DM us. I, w- I want to know what you like. We want to hear about. about we want to hear the from McRib you. Yeah, so is much. it the flavor? Is it the mouthfeel? Is or is it, it because it's hard to get? Yeah. Like, do you just like the chase of the McRib? Yeah, you know it would be really funny if there was a My Strange Addiction episode of someone addicted to the McRib. That would suck. Because you have to then buy you go so like many. seven years. Ew. They probably don't expire. Mm, yeah that's probably true i mean mm. it was made by the military i wonder if we could recreate it and make it on our own i wonder if you spam. could eat it without actually having to cook it probably probably like spam you don't have to cook spam yeah, you really don't it's pre-cooked i mean i'm not going out of my way to make a McRib any day soon but yeah good so that's that's my McRib. Well, i've yeah. just been on a roll today I've yeah been, you're doing great say i'm all I have a quick story and then we'll go into our game of the week. I picked a good one today. Um, All right. So this is a Reddit story of the week. Um, Here it goes. Okay. I work in a big ass brew pub right on the edge of a big nightlife slash swanky section of town. One night it was pretty slow and this one woman walks in and sits at the bar and asks for garlic. I assume she's from nearby, nicely dressed and polite speaker. Maybe she just needs some garlic to cook with. So I run down to the kitchen and fill a small to-go box with some garlic cloves. I come back, hand her the box, and she can barely contain herself, saying how I and another server had she had seen that day apparently oh <laughs> apparently she had been at a friend's party earlier on, might explain the odd behavior, restored her faith in people. She handed me a ten dollar bill to try and pay. I told her it was on the house. So she put the bill in my pocket, sat down at the bar, and started munching on the raw garlic cloves. No, I, I heard it's healthy. I think it is. It's probably good for your, um, what is it like digestion? Um, not your breath. So yeah. So she proceeded to munch on garlic and tell me a bit about herself. She ordered up a Grey Goose and soda and just ended up hanging out at the bar for a little bit. 
Um, she said she's a local, doing well with her and her friend running a small business together. Uh, and then she asked if I was single because she knew some girls who would absolutely love me. I lied on that one because I wasn't too comfortable with the thought of a slightly off her rocker 40-year-old trying to set me up. Slightly off. I mean, that's a... That's a <laughs> Pretty off. She could fucking kill a vampire, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. After another vodka soda and some more garlic, she proceeds to give me a $20 tip, more than 100% tip, and a scarf from her business to give to your girl, as she put it. I proceeded to trade the scarf for 15 beer slips from my boss. <laughs> um, he made an edit, too. After giving me the $10, I tried to give it back to her. She then threatened to throw up on the bar if I didn't <sighs> keep it. <laughs> Okay, I kind of like this lady. I love that lady. I, I want... I, You're going to fucking take my money or I'll puke up all this garlic. I'm obsessed with people that go into a bar and just act like maniacs. Like, in, tip, the, in the best and way. And they tip for And it. they tip great. No, there was... I saw a TikTok recently that was... Um, it was a guy sitting on a roof and there's these three... Like, it's a big group of guys eating dinner on a patio. And the guy was behind something on the roof so like the people couldn't see him from below. And he had started making all these really weird noises and they were all looking up towards him like, what the fuck is that? And someone in the comments was like, I love when people just remember that they have free will and can do whatever they want. It's so true though. <laughs> like intrusive thoughts win. Like you can do some weird ass shit sometimes. <laughs> just like- entertain yourself. Like <sighs> That's why we got to start making TikToks like doing shit like this in restaurants because the servers would love it if we tip them fat. That reminds me. You, you making that noise story reminds me. I was actually up in um, Lake Tahoe in the winter. Yeah. And it was still like, it was like towards, kind of like towards the end of the pandemic. But like California obviously was like still not doing indoor dining. So there's like the California side and then there's whatever the other side is. I always forget what it is. Uh, I want to say it's like Oregon or something. Nevada. I don't know. Whatever fucking state is Lake Tahoe is in the middle of both. So like on the other, oh, it is Nevada. The other side, you can like do everything, like casino, like eat inside, like blah blah, and then like you could only still eat outside uh, on the California side. So we like went to like a nice place and had dinner, and they had like plenty of heaters and stuff. But like we're kind of like, I mean, like Lake Tahoe's like in the woods, like up in the mountains. Yeah. So we hear start hearing these crazy sounds. What if they were the night deck. walkers? Like it's skin skin walkers it whatever it's could have been they were it was the loudest screaming noise coming from like below the deck that we were eating our food on and it was yeah. full like every that was a monster we all just like were sitting there inside on servers everybody and then like you just heard like this like really like loud like like struggle <gasps> and like we're pretty sure we just like witnessed that coyote like killing something but directly Probably. below us yeah and then like it was just silent for like 30 seconds did everyone start clapping and then no and then everybody just like you could just start to hear like the silverware start moving again and i was like all right i guess i love experiencing that shit with a group of strangers it was like you're, just, like you're a, all like uh, we all took like a commercial break and i was like right. a commercial break <laughs> then we, like the truman show it's yeah. like everybody pause like everybody, we all pause and then interference like, then like as the server like came back and started walking around like you could tell each table was like does that like happen often She's like, no, I don't know what the fuck that She's was. Like, well, we're in their home. We're just. It's true home. though. I was like, Mother Nature. I was like, it was kind of scarring, but it's like the rats. <sighs> Everything comes back to the rats. Always the rats. All right, I'm ready to wind down the episode with a little game. Oh yeah, what's this game? It's no on the rocks. On the rocks, no ice. Prison or probation version. So the rules are: Would you send this drink order to prison or let it off easy with probation? 
Are you ready for this? I don't know. Bum, 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 Like, is prison that bad? I bet like a month would be like a vacation. If you could bring books and games and things like that, but yeah, I don't I think would, you if can. If I could just sit in that room by uh, myself. Do they let them have Xboxes and shit? Because like I would go. Well, I'll have to look it up. Can I bring like a mattress topper and like my fuzzy blanket? Probably not. No. Okay, what, what's the first one? Okay, the first one is Louis the Eighth Cognac. That's 150 a shot Cognac. Yeah. I, we, and a lime juice back. I'm I'm uh, for me the woman the woman who orders it alternates sipping on both so she's like chasing it with lime juice you know if you're tipping on it and that's your preference you can't say that for every single one of them it's got to be a straight prisoner probation I say, I say I say probation. I say probation too because it's like I'm gonna get a fat tip regardless. Yeah, I don't like, give a fuck what you're chasing. Spending it money. If it's a pickleback, and it's her own choice. If it's a pickleback, you get um, what you get the key to the city. Yeah, that that lady probably owns the city. She don't yeah, shit. Your pickleback and yep. It's just. <sighs> I think it's about a baller move. It's I like think, I think anyone who kids themselves that like. They can handle drinking straight whiskey like that or cognac or whatever. No. I don't know. I feel like she's not playing no game. She's like, I can't fucking handle it. She's like, I'm drinking this because it's expensive and I am expensive. And I like it. It's just too strong. I need a little bit of a, a zip after, you yeah, know? Yeah, they're like serving her you know, with her the white glove service and she's like, mm, I want my juice. She's like, I'll have one bottle for one person, please. Thank you. Like Queen. I bet she has like a little white shitty dog too. Ugh. <laughs> With like boogers in his eyes and like a, like a dingleberry hanging yep. out. Oh yeah, never taken care of. All right, the next one is ordering a drink you know nothing about. Manhattan, lighten the cherry juice, please. <laughs> cherry juice. I'm gonna say prison. I'm gonna say prison because <laughs> do you know what these people they order the drink and then they instantly fucking send it back because they don't know what it's the fuck It's not right. You didn't ordered. do, you put too much cherry juice in it. You're like, sir, there's no cherry juice I'm in like, this. I don't know what the fuck you what want What is me cherry to juice? I'm not making it for you. It's syrup. There's no cherry juice. You add a physical cherry. Just one cherry. It's, it's a like, hint of cherry. I can't even explain it to some people. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's literally just leftover syrup on the outside of a Luxardo cherry. That's like, a, I'm like. Mm. It's like, sometimes you just. I wish that there was more of like a cocktail cart service to tables because you could just have the bartender pull up, make the drink in front of them, and then they can't complain. I'd be like, what do you want me to add next? Cause, and then if you hate it, I'd be like, mm-hmm, you made that. Yeah. That's like one benefit or downside of, I feel like, having, like bartending in front of someone who's ordering the drink, like when they can see the drink being made, because then they could be like, oh, that's like kind of a skimpy shot. Like put some more in there. And you're like, I'll charge you for a double. <laughs> I always. Um, all right. The next one, extra, extra spicy margaritas, like burning level of spice and they don't have any reaction. I say. Oh, I say set them free. Send them to heaven. Yeah. They, they're they key to the city. I love people. <laughs> the only people I don't like like that is if they get it and they're like, it's not hot enough. And I'm like, like, bitch, I, I made it as hot as I could. There's an entire jalapeno and a habanero in like, there. I don't have anything hotter. Bring your own shit, bitch. Bring a ghost mm. pepper for me next time. What's well, I don't I, I one of them I understand if you have multiple of them I might say prison I might be worried about your acid reflux yeah like what? I'm like do you do poop I'm cons- like I don't even want to know what your daily day like <laughs> what's your digestive system like do you have to wear diapers yeah like do you, do you have like a 
colotomy bag or something? You yeah. just move. Like, do you not feel it? I don't know. Made out of steel. All right. The next one is red wine and coke. What the fuck? Mixed together. Jail. Prison. Whatever. Easily. Like, like I want to see Death them. Row. I want to see Death them like row. in the movie Holes. What kind? <laughs> Doing digging. <laughs> digging their own fucking grave. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I don't know. They're digging for uh, wine and cokes. Yeah, like in what world? When you know, did you decide I, to drink I, this? I, That's how I feel about the champagne and diet coke thing that Tom Hanks started. I think we to, talked about this. Once. What champagne and diet coke? Tom Hanks drinks champagne mixed with diet coke. I'm pretty sure. Like, are people trying to make like a cherry coke? I don't, like, you know, if I drank, I that mean, grape I would, juice coke. Mm. I would try it if somebody like. If if somebody like had ordered it in front of me, I'm like, I, I mean, I don't drink anymore, but I'd still try it. That's Sometimes if I'm having like a bad night, I'll pour myself a diet coke and also a glass of red wine. So maybe I'm actually doing this yeah, low key. It's just yeah, you. Just but I don't to... alternate. Like I'll drink my diet coke and then I'll drink my glass of wine. Yeah, I just don't know. But mixed together, Satan. That's... Actually, send them to hell. Don't even go to prison. Just straight to hell. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. That's like I... it's giving like Kate plus eight. I'm like, intrigued. Oh yeah, helicopter mom. Where's the manager? I would still be intrigued. St- I'd straw test it though. Oh yeah, that's actually a bit. That's actually a good. That's it's definitely something I've never heard of that I would straw test. Curious about it and be like, hmm, it's actually not bad. Um, speaking of, there's a woman I see on TikTok, another TikTok reference. Um, but she takes requests for like weird shot recipes and she does them on camera. The one she, that she licks. The, she licks the glass. I, yeah, I like her. She's I think a bad she's funny. Bitch. I'm like. It, why is she licking the glass every time it's kind of gross but also like if you lick it you gotta finish it really yeah oh shit that's the rule if you lick it she's you have a badass. to finish it yeah she's a f- i'm worried about her liver but yeah she's she's yeah i'm, I'm hoping she just does like the one shot and calls it a day yeah. I, hope, I hope she doesn't like do like 15 20 like in a, row. in a row oh she's drunk on like a mixture of these terrible things she did see the parmesan cheese and tabasco one with jameson and wild turkey whiskey mixed together no because apparently the tabasco sticks to the parmesan cheese and the cheese gets stuck in your throat and it like burns your throat <sighs> it's called the um uh-uh. what is it called no Mm-mm. i feel bad i'm for gonna her, wake though. up in the middle of the night and remember what that's called she gets all those crazy requests and all that liquor is expensive i think she already has most of it because like the wild turkey was half Way done. Same she, with the Jameson. She's like, yeah, I didn't drink. Yeah, she, she, she. She's like, I have Jam- I have Wild Turkey 101. I hope that suffices. It's like, yes, bitch. Nobody wild Turkey is Wild Turkey. <laughs> You're already fucking eating cheese and whiskey. Yeah, in Tabasco. Um, okay, uh, the next one. We have two more. A margarita with a specified amount of salt. Only one fourth rim of salt, please. Thanks. I see restaurants just do that. It's like a trendy thing now. Yeah. But like, I feel like if I. If you work at like a dive bar and you ring that in for the bartender to see, or if you're a bartender and someone asks you, you're like, what? I would probation it because honestly, I don't. I don't How do you explain? I don't mind doing like a, like a, a partial a rim. Boop, oh, a just a boop. It's actually kind of easier. Yeah. It is way I, easier. I respect that. And they don't want too much sodium. And it's, yeah. And it's like, I, I hate when it gets clumpy around the glass and then it's like all over your mouth. Like, like it's nice to just do a little tongue lick. And then, too much falls into the drink and then you're just drinking like a fucking salt lick. Ugh. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, one time I went to a dive bar in, I want to say it was like in Logan Square, but it was this little Mexican woman that owned it and was a bartender. 
And I asked her for a margarita. And I was like, oh, like, she'll just give me like a cute little short, probably a really good margarita. And she proceeded to pull out the one giant margarita glass she had, like with a cactus on it and everything in this little dive bar. Everyone else is drinking like Coors Light and like High Noon. And here I am with my giant, it was huge. And she made a whole margarita and she put salt on the rim and everything. I was like, you did not have to do that. I just wanted like tequila, soda, lime juice. Yeah, I did not need a whole. And she brought out like the Mr. and Mrs. T, whatever, like margarita mix. I'm like, no. She's going for it. Yeah, she went after it. Queen. I respect that though. She's like, we don't have a blender. I was like, that's fine. Um, All right. The last one, (laughs) the last one is asking for a really fancy bottle of champagne, like, like Dom Perignon or like a jail because I no hate- I didn't even finish oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's jail uh and orange juice making mimosas oh I was going I thought it was like somebody was like I want a really nice expensive bottle of champagne and then you bring out like a three thousand dollar bottle and they're like I didn't mean that nice <laughs> and I was gonna be like no I a hundred percent I I would if I had the money I would do that because prosecco's gross and i i actually i mean i mean i would just drink champagne normally but i think if you got the money i would say that's like a like kind of a bougie kind of cool i'm jealous yeah i probation that yeah, if you're broke and you're doing that then yeah jail that's but jail, yeah if you're rich like you, know, you need to get your priorities straight sis yeah but I will say, like, with cheap champagne, if I'm, like, I don't really go to clubs anymore, but back in the day, me and my friend Grace, I don't know if you've ever been there from when we've done this, but, like, if it's really cheap, like, brute or, like, Prosecco that they bring to the table just to, like, give to girls or whatever, um, I would definitely make mimosas because I'm not drinking that, like, shitty Prosecco. It gives me a stomachache. I get a headache. It's the... Yeah, carbonation sucks. Just the flavor off. itself gives me it's a headache. But dry if there's and bitter, if there's orange juice in it, like I don't have the same reaction for some reason. That sounds bad. Yeah. At least, at least yeah, I also have the taste. That. Like the taste makes my stomach hurt. It's, it's like a fucking nine dollar bottle that they're handing out. And they're like it's Andre. Yeah, they're so excited. <laughs> they're like, Woo. and I'm like, yeah, I could just. We appreciate the 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 free nine dollar. I do, bottle, I so. do. I, I, free ninety nine is the best, but. Free ninety nine. I, I, I honestly just prefer the fact that I can sit down. That's these type of things. That's the ticket. I don't like to stand. No, I'm not a stander. That's why I like dive bars because I can just belly up to the bar. I know. I like sitting. I don't care where I am. I'm would like, I'm would you go bring... to a library? No, because you can't read. Why would I go to a library? I don't. Because even... you can sit there. And do what? Read. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could go and use like. It, when your laptop broke today, you should have just gone to the public library and done League of Legends on the library computer. No. <laughs> it was... I like my laptops. I've had like probably like 12 laptops in my life. I am... A, they're, they're nice. I love a laptop. Yeah. And I, I spend a lot of money. I don't know. There's just some things... Your privilege has entered the chat. <laughs> no, girl. It's just called... I just do a payment plan. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, it's not. I yeah, no, it's not privilege. I'm cheap with some things. I'm very cheap with some things. Yeah, like I won't eat for a week if it means I go pay my computer bill. Yeah, like it. But like I don't know other things like a laptop. Like it's got to be the nicest one because yeah. I, I don't like desktops. 
No. I like them to burn my stomach a little bit. Do you know, actually, like, if you, like, this only if you, like, sit with your laptop on your stomach for extremely long periods of time, you can, like, really damage your body, your insides. Your organs, it gives yeah. you, like, it, your, like, cooks them. Cooks your organs. The sperm count goes on. You can become infertile. No, I always have, like, a blanket in between there. I oh, no, I put it right on my belly. You should chill. Like a fucking, I'm, like, soft scrambled right now. You <laughs> Like, still a little running. You have to end the episode, and that's the note <laughs> we're ending it on. That's disgusting. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, this episode, my shot of choice is a cement mixer. The fuck is that? It's lime juice and Bailey's. That sounds disgusting. And it looks, like, funky. That sounds disgusting disgusting it's disgusting doesn't sound and good and it, it curdles and then it turns into like like solid in your mouth so you can't swallow it i give that one to red wine and coke drinker you what the fuck <laughs> what's yours i let me process what you just said Ooh, i don't know what goes in this but it's like a let me look it up. I got. I don't know all the ingredients in it. Hold on. Um. Hold on. It's a shot. It's called a. It's a pineapple upside down shot. So it's a combination of vanilla vodka, cherry vodka, and pineapple juice, and they're actually so good. Mainly, I'm thinking of like just like pineapple upside down, like pancakes. Oh, but a shot. Is kind yeah, it's like the grenadine, and it's not supposed to be. There's not supposed to be any grenadine in it, technically. What is it? Cranberry juice. I missed vanilla that. vodka, cherry vodka, and pineapple juice. The grenadine. At I the, like when it has the red on the bottom. I know. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Industry Sunday. Jake's still looking at pineapple upside down shots. I Jake, you're sober. Stop looking at the shots. I just want a pineapple upside down pancake. <laughs> I didn't know that's a thing. It's so good. All right. Well, this episode's dedicated to pineapple upside down. Pancakes. Not on pizza, though. Oh, those are fighting words. Hey. We got to end the episode. We can't, <laughs> we can't argue about that. All right. Thank you guys so much. Cheers, Have a great Sunday. Cheers. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.